0: Many years have passed and everyone's getting mad Huh? What do you mean? I mean everyone's getting Monsignor Achilles Dakai His weekly Bible study is getting bigger, better, and stronger
1: This is the new and improved Gifted to Give podcast Hi, I'm Gian And I'm Jillian
0: We are here to spend quality time as we listen to the message of God through our beloved Monsignor Achilles Dakai, a Bible study that is truly gifted to give and a gateway evangelization to all those who are spiritually drained.
1: Absolutely. Monsignor Dakai was the official spokesman of his eminence Ricardo Cardinal Vidal. He had the title of media liaison. He is almost 90 years old and still passionate about preaching the Bible.
0: Yes, he loves to reach out to a new and younger audience in making this podcast.
1: Truly, he is gifted to
0: give. Let's listen to a new episode with Monsignor Achilles Dakai.
2: Good morning. Good morning to all of you, wherever you may be. In Manila, in Malaysia, or in Macau. And most welcome our Bible study online. To situate ourselves within the liturgical year, we are still within the cycle B of the liturgical year. Today, December 29, tomorrow, Saturday, December 30, and on Sunday, the 31st of December is a Sunday and every first Sunday after Christmas is always the feast of the Holy Family then January 1 is another day of obligation for all of us so before we go into the study and hopefully learning about what the bible says regarding the fifth mystery of light oh no the fifth mystery the joyful mystery the finding of Jesus in the temple which is recorded only by Saint Matthew, Saint Luke, on chapter 2, verses 41 to 52. So before we read that gospel, let us pray. Almighty Father, send your Holy Spirit upon us, that we may read your word with faith. Reflect on it with hope, and realize it with love. Following the example of your only begotten Son, from whom we find a freedom, fulfilment, and the future with you forever, Amen. In the, name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. And so now, we read from our own Bibles, or listen to the reading of Saint Luke, chapter two.
3: Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the Feast of the Passover. And when he was twelve years old, they went up according to custom. And when the feast was ended, as they were returning, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents did not know it. But supposing him to be in the company, they went a day's journey, and they sought him among their kinsfolk and acquaintances. And when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem, seeking him. After three days they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. And when they saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us so? Behold, your father and I have been looking for you anxiously. And he said to them, How is it that you sought me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? And they did not understand the saying which he spoke to them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth, and was obedient to them. And his mother kept all these things in her heart. And Jesus, increased in wisdom and in stature, and in favor with God and man.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much for reading for us the Gospel for next Sunday, the first Sunday after Christmas, about the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Okay. But we shall not be dealing with the Sunday Gospel we shall be focused on precisely the fifth joyful mystery the finding of Jesus in the temple. Let us first do some aging of Jesus. He was eight days old when Circumcised and given the name Jesus. He was 40 days old when uh, presented at the temple offered to God as firstborn son. Then we are told that when Jesus was 12 years old, they went that year to Jerusalem to the temple as you know there are four major feasts during which to celebrate them every Jew must go to Jerusalem to do some offering so they went the three of them. And it's not a short journey from Nazareth to Jerusalem. It's a a long trip. Maybe it takes one or, or four or five days. But anyway, let us focus our attention on this fifth joyful mystery. Again, we ask, What exactly makes this finding of Jesus in the temple a joyful mystery? In other words, who do you think among the personalities that you see on the background, who among them do you think was the most joyful when Jesus at the temple was found by Mary and Joseph. At once I tell you, the most joyful personality was not Mary, was not any other old people, but Joseph. Joseph was the most joyful person here. Why? You know what? Joseph had been commissioned has been charged with the mission and ministry of being a husband of Mary and the foster father of Jesus. We know that Joseph, as a foster father, did very well and very wisely his job. He took Mary with a child to to Egypt they went back to Jerusalem to Nazareth. Anyway, he was a good father, foster father of Jesus. Jesus grew in age, wisdom and grace for twelve years in Nazareth. And what happened when Jesus was 12 years old, therefore a Jew who is mature enough, who can be on his own. So this 12-year-old Jesus was already preaching inside the temple when Mary asked him, where have you been? You, we have been anxiously looking for you. And here, Jesus, for the very first time, he spoke, and as recorded by Saint Luke. He never said a word that has been recorded until now. Imagine, huh? So, annunciation, he said nothing. In the visitation, he said nothing. In the presentation, he said nothing. But it's here, here in the fifth mystery that Jesus spoke for the first time as recorded by Saint Luke. And what did Jesus say? Why did you look for me? I tell you, he says, because you did not know that I must be in my father's house, that I must be busy with my father's affairs. For the very first time, from the very lips of Jesus, he is identifying himself as the son of the father. The very moment that Joseph, the foster father, the father father of Jesus, the very moment he heard this, he was so filled with joy that he could say to himself, at last, my role as a foster father has come to an end. I have played my role very well and wisely. That's what Joseph felt. His joy was that now I am free because Jesus will be taken care of by this Father in heaven or he will be taking care of the Father, the business of the Father in the Father's house. So Joseph here is starring, I tell you. That's why I'd like to call your attention to this. This is an angle and an aspect and an application that is other than the usual and the traditional. Joseph, when he heard it, he practically, in silence, disappeared no mention of him after this, of course after this finding in the temple, Mary and Joseph and Jesus went back to Nazareth, but there in Nazareth, in silence Joseph said nothing but we know that Jesus grew in age, wisdom and grace because the humble Jesus, although he has identified himself as the Son of the Father in heaven, Jesus still continued to obey his father, foster father, and Mary. We really do not know how Joseph lived with Mary and Jesus in Nazareth. But I have found a a leaflet which says, 30 days prayer to St. Joseph in honor of the 30 years he spent with Jesus and Mary. The Bible does not say when Joseph died. But this one says that he was actually in silence and solitude living in Nazareth for 30 years until Jesus came out to start his public life and ministry for three years and a half. If therefore Joseph for 30 years was with Mary and Joseph. And if he, the tradition tells us that he died in the presence of Jesus and Mary, that's why he is also considered the patron of happy death. So, attended by Mary and Joseph, by Mary and Jesus, Joseph died. We really do not know when, but the church has assigned March 19 as the day that Joseph died. How long he lived, we are not told. But then we may believe that after the finding of Jesus in the temple at 12 years of age, for how many? 18 years. For 18 years, he lived in Nazareth. We do not know how, but we do know that Jesus precisely grew in age wisdom and grace because Joseph was there and Mary was there and the humble Jesus still obeyed them. The Holy Family Of Jesus Mary and Joseph is what we shall be celebrating on Sunday let me tell you more of this you know after the Nativity of the Lord on December 25 the next five days we celebrate the feast of St. Stephen the first martyr the first layman who gave up his life, who died for Christ. Then we have the holy Innocents. yesterday. Twenty or thirty children were massacred by Herod. They gave up their lives for Christ. They died for Christ. Then, in our century, the church makes us celebrate the feast of another priest, in fact, bishop, who died for Christ, Saint Thomas Becket, who was murdered inside his own cathedral. So, three personalities. Thomas, The Holy Innocents and Stephen died for Christ. Why? Why does the Church make us face them now to say that Jesus indeed is worth dying for? But also within these five days, we shall be celebrating the Feast of St. John, the Apostle and Evangelist, who lived a long, long life, and died at 101, 101 years old. And then we are given this picture of the Holy Family on Sunday. Why, therefore, we are made to face John and the Holy Family to tell us that Jesus is worth living for but always within the family. That's how it is. He is worth living for, but within the family, and he is worth dying for, as Stephen the Holy Innocent and St. Thomas Beckett. This is what the finding of Jesus in the temple should tell us now about Joseph about Joseph the foster father the moment he heard Jesus saying for the first time as recorded that he must be in his father's house the temple and he must be Busy with the affairs of his father, Joseph very joyfully said, now I can go home and live my life. But then we are told that precisely after this incident, Mary and Joseph and Jesus lived for 30 years in Nazareth. Remember that Joseph, although starring here, and is mentioned in any other, many other instances, Joseph spoke nothing. He has not said a word that is recorded in the Bible. That's why he is called the Silent Joseph. Silent Joseph. So, it is now the church that makes honorable mention of Joseph. It is now the church that makes honorable mention of Joseph first at Mass. At every Mass that we now say, we mention Joseph. When we say, have mercy on us, O Lord. But with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Saint Joseph, her spouse, we may merit to become co-heirs of eternal life. So he is mentioned by the Church as intercessor, together with Mary, that we may inherit the eternal life, co-heirs with them. the church makes honorable mention of joseph every march 19 traditionally believed as the the date that he died march 19 so he is the patron for happy death the church makes honorable mention of joseph every may one joseph the worker the carpenter of Nazareth so the church whereas the Bible is silent about Joseph the church makes him speak for us as our protector provider as our Patron saint here in the Philip in Cebu, he is the patron saint. He alone in about eleven parishes, and ni San Jose, and among the dioceses and our dioceses, Saint Joseph. He alone, solo, is the titular of several diocese and archdiocese. So I repeat, whereas the Gospels are silent about Joseph after finding the temple, it's the church that makes noisy, <laughs> that makes noise, that makes honorable mention of Joseph. As a matter of fact, as I have tried to make uh, it uh, source of fun um, among us priests living in this diocese many have been named after joseph but differently we have jose we have joselito we have Joriel, we have giuseppe we have josephus we have differently we are named joseph and you it may interest you to know that every Feast of St. Joseph at the residence of the Archbishop, since he is also Jose Palma, he invites all those priests named variously after St. Joseph to come and concelebrate with him the Feast either May 1 or March 19. So therefore, there is this... 30 days prayer to Saint Joseph and it has every day a prayer for all the events that uh, Joseph was involved in a very good prayer to say Uh, but uh, Here now, we have said enough, I pause for some of your reflections or questions. I repeat, this mystery has been studied under different angles or from different aspects, but I have chosen to Point out just one detail about Joseph. To me, he is the most joyful person when he heard Jesus at 12 years old, that I must be in my father's house, that I must be busy with my father's affairs.
4: good morning Mons. good morning thanks for the beautiful reflection that joseph was the most joyful person in finding jesus in the temple he did his job as a foster dad to the best he can highlighting joseph completes for me the beautiful dynamics of the holy family thanks
2: It is within this fifth joyful mystery that Jesus, for the very first time, identified himself as the Son of the Father, and therefore, within the Holy Family, that alone, that Sonship of Jesus. Of our heavenly Father, made Joseph Joseph and Mary holy. They, their family, is holy, segregated, made different from others, holy, sacred. They really lived a very sacred, segregated life for 30 years, but only simply St. Luke says Mary must have been a very good housewife Joseph must have been a good carpenter and Jesus must have been an obedient son because he grew in age wisdom and grace
4: good morning good morning Thank you for putting important on St. Joseph today. Although we know little about him, I am sure that he was a good person considering how God gave him an important role in the life of Jesus. Thank you for the beautiful reflection, Mons. The best description of
2: Joseph is precisely in Matthew. Matthew says that Joseph betrothed to Mary was a just man. A just man. This is precisely the reason why he was the most joyful. You see, justice, as we have been saying many times, justice means there is a place for everyone, and everyone is in his or her place. The moment Jesus said, I must be in my father's house, I must be busy with my father's business, Joseph knew that that is the, now the role of the father, and that his role as the foster father is over. That is justice. He really knows who has the role, or who has played the role. Everyone is in his or her place that Joseph was really that just man, therefore, if we ever want to imitate this Joseph, this virtue of justice we should try to observe. Is there a place for everyone at home, his father, father, his mother, mother? Is the elder son and the younger son, are they recognized as such? Is there a place for everyone and everyone is in his or her place? Justice for all inside the family.
4: Hi, Mons. Hi. Can you share where you got that 30-day prayer to St. Joseph. I hope to also pray this with my family.
2: I found this among my many books that I have kept through the years. I was going through an old, old book and I found this inserted. I was so happy because I believe I used to I used to believe that Jesus that uh, Joseph after defining in the temple he disappeared he died but no we are told he did not die after that for 30 years he was with Jesus and Mary in Nazareth a good idea
4: A joyful Christmas, Monsignor. For the first time, I have heard that Joseph was the most joyful in the finding of Jesus in the temple. Thank you for the enlightenment. We can appreciate the silent type as a husband. Hope husbands can be influenced with the good attributes of St. Joseph. Thank you,
2: And it may interest you to know that in my hometown, Balamban, we live in a barangay of the population in Baliwagan. I was born, even if you did not ask, I was born on May 14, 1934. And I was baptized precisely days after in the chapel where San Jose was and is still the patron saint. That's why my mother wanted to call me Elias or Jose. But no, my father had already lined up our Greek uh, names after Penelope, Achilles, after me, Venus, then Ulysses, then Perseus,
4: etc. Merry Christmas, Mons. Merry. Your list of the churches and priests with the name of Joseph is very impressive. We get to appreciate Joseph's influence and continue protection in our lives. He was silent, humble, and God exalt the humble. Salamat mons. That's right.
2: It took me some time to tell you, I tell you, it took me some time to do some research on the priests who bear the names. In different ways after Joseph and uh, the diocese and diocese, Of course, we have the.
4: Hi, Mons. Hi. Salamat sa new perspective na Joseph was the most joyful person. Wa ko ka realize Anna always grateful months and I hope my sons and husband would be like St. Joseph. That's right.
2: St. Joseph the silent but I repeat all over the world across the Philippines in our diocese San Jose is honored, praised, and glorified in many ways he really is very honorable very praiseworthy and very glorious saint it was cardinal joseph ratzinger when he became pope benedict the 16th who inserted saint joseph into The Mass Joseph Ratzinger Pope John the Twenty Third was also named Joseph Giuseppe Salto. So we have gone through all the joyful mysteries, the Annunciation, the Visitation, the Nativity, the Presentation and the Finding of Jesus in the Temple. Next we shall be studying the Luminous Mysteries and I will send you the readings all the luminous mysteries the baptism of Jesus in the Jordan, the uh, wedding feast at Cana then his proclamation of the kingdom then the transfiguration then the institution of the Eucharist you shall have there all the the Bible passages and I, which I will send you for the next Friday, God willing. So that's that, we have said enough, and now we ask for God's final blessing. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you. The Father son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to all of you.
0: That was an amazing Bible study session. You think so, Jill?
1: Yes, Monsignor Dakai is truly remarkable. I have learned a lot from his reflections.
0: Can you share your learnings and takeaways?
1: today, we are focused on Luke 2, verses 41-52, to which is about finding Jesus in the temple, the fifth joyful mystery. Believe it or not, we are on the last joyful mystery, as well as how we can look to St. Joseph being the most joyful person on his mission here on earth as the foster father of young Jesus.
0: Wow, that was one way of seeing it. I'm sure as a foster father, his love for the young Jesus is there taking care of him until he grew and started his mission. St. Joseph's ministry is to complete the Holy Family even in his silence. Let's emulate the life of St. Joseph as the Father of Jesus and the patron saint of the Universal Church. I would like to thank Monsignor Achilles Dakai for another wonderful episode of the Gifted to Give podcast. I would like to thank my new partner, Jillian, for sharing your reflections and learnings.
1: Of course! I am so excited to be part of this rebranding of the podcast. I will definitely see you next week for another episode of Gifted to Give Podcast.
0: With Monsignor Achilles Dakai, goodbye and to God be the glory.